welcome back to another episode of the Pirate Bay Podcast. Here, myself, DJ Rex. Who else we going to build in? Lead the man. And it's been a while. <laughs> we've, been, <laughs> we've been on an um, extended hiatus. Um, but how are you, though, bro? How are you? How has things? How's everything? Everything's been alright, man. You know what I mean, like, still going to work here and there. Still keeping up to date with like a lot of films and TV programs and whatnot, and literally just doing my thing to be honest. You know, what I mean, just surviving this whole lockdown pandemic. You know, what I mean, it's lock, lockdown part three, so we're in the, the hopefully the final stage of, of the lockdown, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the final fight <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it feels like, but I'm not, I'm not 100% convinced, but um. What have you What have you been binging on these past couple of months? You've been in 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 and out of the house. Oh man, I've I've been watching everything. To be fair, I've been watching everything. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching the return of American Gods on Amazon, like season three. Mm. Um, I've been watching the Queen's Gambit because obviously I love chess and everything, and um, I've been watching, obviously like. The period drama Bridgerton. I've been watching Bridgerton. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I started Bridgerton yesterday. I'm literally like halfway through episode one, and I can I can tell it's it's it's, it's I can tell it's going to be funny. So I think we'll, we'll come back to that next week and we'll talk about that properly. So I'm going to try and yeah, I let you catch up with it, and then obviously we can have a discussion about it. It's funny because everyone's yeah. been talking about it, um, and I didn't realize then when I realized that it was Shonda Rhimes that produced it. Then I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to give. Let me. I need to give this a try because this is. This is something different, isn't it? It's like a period drama from like from a freaking executive produced by a black woman. Like it's it's, not, it's unheard of. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, obviously, like Shonda Rhimes, everything that she touches, they say in it, like everything she makes turns to gold in it. How to get away with murder, um, Grey's Anatomy, like. And I think I was watching some program of her the other day, like when she was talking, and she said that how one thing that she thrives on is her cast has to be diverse. Mm. So at least 50% of her cast has to be diverse. It can't just be like the majority of one race. All of her cast has to be mixed and match like all of her shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like How to Get Away with Murder as well, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, even the, the new Bridgerton, like is, is, is about diversity. So I think that's one element that, that she always writes within her, her shows, isn't it? Like it has to be relatable to all races. I heard that it's funny because as I've as I've been watching that first episode of Bridgerton, I can tell that like, you've got because it's a period drama. You're not used to seeing you're not used to seeing black faces in period dramas that are in like prominent positions. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 it, not like it's weird, but it's, it's, it's it will take it's going to take some getting used to definitely because then period dramas are normally ninety nine percent Caucasian. Oh yeah, hundred percent most of the, most of the time, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that next week. Um, I guess yeah. Let's start. Let's start with what, what we've been watching. So, what have I, what have I been watching? Um, I was just saying to you before we started the call. Um, <laughs> over Christmas, I was binging on Girlfriends. Like, it's funny. Yeah, I know you're gonna laugh, but it's it's something I used to watch back in the day. I think it used to come on Travel TV. So um, yeah, I used to, I used to watch it basically just like as a youngster. And I don't think I really really understood it, but like watching it now with adult eyes, it's just it's just funny. It's just bare things that I just didn't really pick up on. 
that that I think now as an older person that that I've, that that I've that I've clocked. But um, have you ever have you have you seen? Do you know? Do you know about girlfriends? Is is it something that's ever come across? Have you you've ever come across? I've heard of it. Um, has it got Issa Rae in it? Nah, but I said Issa Rae, you know, you know, Issa Rae would have been freaking five when this came out, bro. <laughs> I, think it, I, can't, I literally can't remember. Girlfriend, what? It, you got to tell me a bit about it. Who stars in it? It's got, um, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember her name again. She's, um, she's what's her name's daughter? Um, but basically, it's about four women. It, they, they originally, well, Diana she, Ross's daughter. Yeah, Diana Ross, Tracy Ellis Ross, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do know you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. do know. You're about. It originally aired. I think it was like 2000 to 2004. And I think just, it came on BET, didn't it? Did it used to come on BET? Used to come on Trouble. I know it used to come on Trouble back in the day. But um, mm-hmm. long story short, it's just about four black women and their experiences yeah. in relationships and th- their friendship group and, and and all of that. But the episodes are short. Is that like twenty minutes? Twenty minutes. Twenty twenty two minutes an episode. So. Yeah, literally during the stressful time of December because work was mad busy. I just would have that on in the background. Something light that you didn't have to pay too much attention to. Yeah, um, yeah I heard that. I heard that. Binging on, <laughs> binging on that. Um, have you seen Soul? Yeah. Yeah, I did watch Soul. Soul was good. I like Soul, man. Yeah, Soul, 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 was, Soul, Soul was really good. Um, I guess one day we'll have a proper breakdown of that. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the little... Um, it's funny because these Disney films, yeah, they're aimed at kids, but bam, some of the topics and the themes are quite adult. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very, but like, as I said, like, I think they started doing that from ages ago. Like, there's something I watched on Sky Documentaries called The Movies as well. And um, they speak about Disney aiming towards, like, adults and stuff. So they had, like, I think it was Pixar. They're the ones that first started doing it. So, like, Disney kind of more aimed towards, like, like the children, the youngsters and whatnot. But when Pixar came along, Pixar started a different kind of storytelling in that sense, whereas they started going down the whole route of, all right, then cool, we need to aim our stories towards children, but it's more aimed towards adults. So the adults will go to cinema like that that can relate to some of the things that is going to be like said. So obviously when you watch the movie getting older as well, you can start to relate to some of the things that have been said. And things that I've been told is like it's just it's it's crazy that it's definitely it's, you know what it is as well yeah soul kind of reminds me of have you seen Inside Out? Yeah, I've seen Inside Out. Yeah, yeah it's, sim- it's it's similar like that to, to, similar to me um, to that to that film where it's there's it's like it's not de- it's dealing with adult themes basically like I reckon you have to be at least fourteen fifteen to really understand these things properly properly do you know what I mean? But as you yeah. said it's it's it, I guess it's about the layering isn't it because kids will watch it get a certain understanding and then as adults you watch it and you really really clock the, the themes and stuff that they're, that, that, that they're trying to talk about but um yeah soul 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 was a soul was a good one i watched that over christmas um what else have i been watching one division you've been keeping up with one division i did i've been keeping up i watched the first episode which seemed very weird but like when I was a young, when I was youngster, I used to watch Bewitched, didn't it? You know what I mean? Like it was just <laughs> Bewitched was just a program that I actually used to watch from time to time, innit? You know what I mean? So, I, like a lot of people be like, "Oh, what the hell is this? This is dead, man." But obviously, like a lot of people don't understand that, like she is Scarlet Witch, innit? You know what I mean? And obviously, by then going on the first route of doing the whole Bewitch kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Like, it, like unless you don't, unless you've never seen Bewitched before. I understand it. You can see that it's, it's leading from one thing to another. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, which is a program that started it started in the nineteen forties or nineteen fifties, and then it kind of carried through. So obviously, I can see that there's going to be something. There's, there's like a big build up to it. So literally, there's just it's not like obviously it's going to be the first season in it. So it's like I can't write off it. I can't write off right now in it. So I need to watch episode two and episode three still. So yeah, it's one of those ones. I won't ruin it for you. I'll let you watch the two episodes. It, it's definitely a, sl- a slow start. It's it's building by episode, the end of episode three. It starts building. But um, I think you're right in the essence that they've used that whole bewitched, um, that whole bewitched time frame. And to me, that is telling. So that to me, it's that Scarlet Witch was into that maybe as a youngster. Like there's, the, yeah. I think there's something. I think there's there's something in it. She probably that's probably the programs that she watched growing up. And then obviously, I won't, we won't give too much away because like we'll let, let let people watch it and I guess then we'll, we'll discuss it in more in depth. Um, maybe week by week, we could just have a like, episode breakdown week by week. Um, oh, sorry to cut you. So talking of um, talking of films during the Christmas period as well. Did you ever get? Did you catch up on Wonder Woman nine eighty four? No. Did you watch it? Because where did you where did you watch it? You got you got the links up. You got the you got the plug on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know what to HBO find Max, it. man. I got HBO Max. <laughs> Bro, you, you can't get HBO Max in this country, though. <laughs> I found a link to get this HBO got, Max. I get HBO Max, man. This guy got the Amazon stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, plug me, plug me, plug me, plug me. I want to see it. I'll plug you, man. Definitely. But one, uh, I'm not obviously you ain't watched it yet. But one of my personal opinions when I first watched it, I thought, yeah, it's okay in it. It's okay. I watched it again for the second time, and I thought to myself this movie's not beating number one. Like, this is just, this is one of DC's poorer movies. Oh, is it? I mean? <sighs> Brother, remember when we had that Marvel versus DC talk? I told you yeah. that DC sometimes can be mediocre, fam. These are even meaty sometimes, but... I, to be honest, I feel like the, the, the character of Wonder Woman, she's amazing, but she's so strong like Superman, yeah. She needs to fight, like, she needs to fight villains, nearly as strong as her. Yeah. And Cheetah, Cheetah is, a, like, Cheetah's always been one of her nemesis in it, so, but it's like, I don't feel the story revolved around her versus Cheetah, which they should have done. They tried to involve another character. And that's where, when you're making a sequel, in my opinion, it, you always get you always get lost when you throw in too much villains. Too many characters, yeah. You know I mean? And the thing yeah. is, DC have a, have, a, have, have a knack of doing that sometimes. It's like, who... They always do it, I notice. Who, they who, always do Who's it. the main ops right here? Like, who, who, who's, who really beefing? But you know, it's sometimes it's that build up because it's like they they introduce the, the mini villain and then it's like okay they overcome that villain then it's like they hit with like a god a god level villain like you know them ones the the the, the, the ultimate villains with the the the, with the super you know them ones that so yeah. like it's dark like, side and then like that that level that level of villain that like, that's often often what they try and do. But it's funny though you think about it though in like written like throughout history in that sense DC have always really done that you look at Batman Returns they've done the Penguin then they've done Catwoman do you know what I mean you look at Superman 2 they've done Lex Luthor it wasn't just Lex Luthor it was Lex Luthor and Zod yeah and the two other companions and like his two other companions do you know what I mean so it was like the sequel always introduces two characters like Batman vs Superman they've done Doomsday and they've done Lex Luthor do you know what I mean instead of just having just a the one villain to kind of like overcome in that sense has always been they introduce another two villains into it like the Batman and Robin series as well like they started putting like 
Harvey, like Two Face, yeah. Riddler. Do you know what I mean? And even the Dark Knight, they've done the same thing. Like Two Face was a sub character, was a build up character, but the main villain was um, was him versus the Joker. You, you know, know what I mean? You know what it is like, sometimes I feel like I feel like these men they rush that it's like there's a rush to to to, to build these stories very quickly where it's like. And I feel that sometimes that's what Marvel does a little bit better, where they take their time to, to to build up these characters over films and then start introducing all of these. Do you know what I mean? I feel that there's 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 a little bit more a little bit more depth. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what it's I mean? True. But it's we'll, true. We'll leave the Marvel DCB for another. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> yeah, day. we're gonna go too much back into that. I don't wanna go back into we'll, that too we'll, much. We'll leave that for another day. Uh, um, I'm thinking in terms. What else is there? Anything else I wanted to mention? Um, oh. Like we we um please tell me like what people watching now, which is currently like number trend at number one around mainly around the world. Um, Netflix looping. Oh, looping. Yeah, you know I'm gonna try and catch that. I think that's I've added that to my list on Netflix after Bridgerton. Oh, I'm trying to give you a chance to watch it then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only five episodes, so you know, you haven't seen it. In my opinion, you need to watch it. It's a good, it's a good remake of the original French movie. Like which they just done completely different now. Like based on the the books of Arsene Lupin, you know what I mean? The gentleman thief. <laughs> the gentleman thief, and I like that. I like that. But you need to, like anyone who hasn't watched it, watch it. Like it's only five episodes. It's not long anyway. It's like probably like forty minutes, forty five minutes per episode. Cool. So it goes quite quick. So that's you know what I mean, that's your recommendation for the week, yeah, Lupin, yeah. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Everyone needs to watch Lupin. Jump on Lupin. 100% man you know what I've been watching but I still haven't finished but I recommend anyway yeah Spy- Spycraft it's on Netflix yeah so it's like it's just like a history of espionage that just talks about all of these like all of the madness that Russia and I think in the, the US and the UK have been doing to each other with all of the like contraptions and devices and poisons and all of that shit that, that they've been <laughs> using, using on each other literally over the past like 50-60 years probably probably proper proper interesting it talks about like you know um the, the guy that got poisoned i think litinenko that the russian guy that got oh, poisoned. The, yeah the, is it the russian guy that yeah. the, the pictures of him in his bed with yeah, his head shaved with his head shaved yeah so it, it, it kind of goes into the backstory of that it talks about the cia and all of the devices that they come up with all of these that drones that they've got now that they can freaking drop bombs on you from halfway across the planet like it was it, proper it's proper interesting because it makes you realize that these men have had some of these technologies for time. Like, they've had some of these technologies for, for ages, bruv. And especially some of these poisons, bruv. They will poison you with, like, a poison that's the size of a grain of sugar that will literally just finish <laughs> just finish you. That's crazy, man. That's actually crazy. Seriously, like, that's actually nuts. No, I definitely need to have a give that, I'll give that a watch, man. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. The episodes are short as well. They're like 20, 20, I think 20, 25 minutes. So yeah, yeah, that's my recommendation. All right, so let's roll on to topic of the week. All right, do you want to introduce the topic of the week? Yeah, I think yeah, definitely. Well, I reckon as we've been talking about it, and I think it's been on everybody's mind. I think topic of the week has to be easily. Will cinema survive this pandemic? It's a good, it's a good question. It's a good question. Where do we start with that? Um, I guess 
the easiest place to start is right now cinemas are closed <laughs> so and yeah they, and they've been it. closed for the majority literally the majority of the last 12 months or the, maybe 10 months most cinemas have closed like how many films have actually come out in the cinema over the past year off the top of your head probably about three four but well i've only seen two since since the first lockdown like lockdown there's only been two movies i've actually gone to the cinema and actually watched and you're a man that goes to the cinema like that's that's the, yeah, <laughs> you actually been to the cinema every single week like that's what's crazy i can't even lie to you i'm i'm missing it big time in it i'm missing it big time do you know what I mean? It, it feels unusual to actually just leave my house and just go and watch a movie. Sit down and watch so, something. It's like the first one we watched, like we watched, me and you watched was... Um, Tenant. It was Tenant, yeah. yeah. It was Tenant. So Tenant you know was I mean? like, obviously the, the, the Christopher Nolan big blockbuster. That's supposed to be the big summer, summer blockbuster. Mm, everybody waited for. Everybody and waited for. Like, anybody that can explain it, would you like to come on the show, please? And explain the film properly yeah, like you know I've seen the film quite a few times now and I'm still a bit still baffled confused. you know what you know, you know what I'm gonna watch it again yeah maybe not next week but in the next couple of weeks we're gonna we'll do a proper proper breakdown yeah I, I think do you know what if anything as well if anything I'll try to see if I can get my brother on as well because yeah because I know Ramon you understand it <laughs> I can imagine he's he's an architect yeah. as well so I know you'll you'll, you'll yeah, understand his it brain, like, just, he watched it as well but like obviously like his 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 kind of opinion based on the movie as well like you know what i mean i think it would be kind of good just to kind of just get him on and just have his own thoughts and opinions like as well cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah you know we'll, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll organize that in the next couple of weeks but in terms of the, the topic cinema um yeah i think it's it's it's, it's going to be a mad one because what i think has happened yeah, and i think it's not only in cinema that this happened i think it's happened just in industries in all industries a lot of industries across the world yeah is the yeah. consumer behavior has now changed that and it's going to be hard to go back so now everyone's gonna like the fact that wonder woman came on hbo max um and like consumers are now going to be used to just watching stuff on their device do you know what i mean it's just a year sure. a year away from going out of your house like even me like i don't go cinema as much as you but now like if I can watch a, a film, I can stream it. Yeah. And like some of these, like I swear, Warner are doing this thing for the next twelve months where they're releasing their films on streaming services and in cinemas at the same time. Yeah, I think it's to build up HBO Max to kind of be as big as Netflix and Disney Plus. But literally, they've made that decision as in, all right, then cool, we're gonna release our movies in the cinema when they come back when the cinema reopens. But it's going straight to HBO Max as well. So a lot of these producers and like directors and whatnot, they're kind of getting paid off, just like um, Patty Jenkins did um, and Gal Gadot. So they all got like the ten million kind of payout, you know? What I mean, just in case if the movie didn't make the numbers that it needed to make, and obviously because they get released in around the world and whatnot, so they gave them like a big payoff mm. because they were expecting to have like a gross profit in it from around the world in it. Like so, obviously, like. <laughs> Warner Brothers said like here you go here's a bit of money do you know what I mean like it's not going to probably be like how it, how we would have well, like, it should have been so obviously they didn't negotiate the contract and it was just like a bit of a payoff do you know what I mean and obviously as I said like with Disney Plus they kind of threw Soul on there but you know you know it's Disney were the first ones that done it with Mulan yeah but you had to pay for that I think you had to pay for Mulan when it came out yeah. first or something you had to pay extra 
for thirty pound. But I think that- watching it, that Mulan is definitely a cinema movie. It's, it should have been in the cinema, cinema. but yeah. But the thing is, they, it's like they've got production schedules that they can't hold back. So I guess yeah. I think my, what my what my prediction is yeah is that I think because there's so many streaming services yeah, and these streaming services are bigger are or almost as big as a lot of these studios now because the, of, they're just generating constant income. So I think that because they get to green light stuff that you're going to see that once cinemas open back, I think that the, it's still, I think cinema will always exist. It'll always be a day out, it'll always be somewhere to go. But I think that the distribution methods are going to change simply because there's so many streaming services that are throwing so much money at it. And um, so for example, um, Warner, who, I swear AT&T own Warner, own Time Warner, yeah? Yeah. Um, so AT&T are massive, yeah? So basically... What, what I think their their vision and what they want to do is they want to build up HBO Max to compete with the likes of of, of, of Netflix and all, all of that but they're able to they're able to almost not make money off HBO Max for a good couple of years while they build up that catalog because AT&T own it and then what AT&T will do especially in the states obviously not here they will start wrapping that HBO Max into their cable packages so that so now okay. instead of instead of um HBO Max trying to compete with Netflix and, and, and all of that, they're actually competing with cable. They're not really competing with, with 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 other streaming services. So it's like they're a streaming service that's almost competing with with the, the um, traditional satellite cable companies, if that makes sense. Because AT&T yeah, is such a massive company that they've just taken freaking um, Time Warner underneath their belt and they can once they wrap that into that service, then... It, they, the money they're going to be making is crazy. So they might even be able to afford to do all of these big movies, pay off all of these stars and not have to have it go out at cinema to make money because they're just making yeah. money from telephone services and cable services. So imagine, yeah, like imagine Netflix now start trying to compete in the UK with Vodafone and O2 and freaking Sky and um, and Virgin and TalkTalk. Like that, that's, their, that's the level of competition that, that that they have to deal with now. So I feel like if we move into that direction, it's inevitable that they're just gonna put stuff straight to streaming services. All of these big movies, if you want to watch it, you're gonna have to get HBO Max. Then, eventually, people are gonna be like, oh, especially in the states, they're gonna be like, oh, I want to get a new a new mobile, or I want to get I want to change my TV provider. I'm just gonna go with AT and T. It comes with HBO Max for an additional ten five dollars a month. I might as well just do that, and then. That's how they will make their money, if that makes yeah. sense. So I feel Definitely. like the, the method that they're trying to, 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 to use is, is different. So it's not even like, it's not directly competing with other streaming services. They're competing with mobile networks and cable services. So I feel, I feel like that business model might not spell the end for cinema, but mean that distributors are not going to be keen to, to, to put it in the cinema when they want to hold on to it. So people sign up to HBO Max or Netflix or... Amazon Prime or Hulu, whatever the million streaming services are, do you know what I mean? Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah. They're going to all hold back their content to incentivize people to come over to their platform. That's true. But then again, as I said in it, it's like there's so many streaming services as well, yeah? It's like, it's only the strong will survive, innit? Oh, it's like Netflix have established themselves to be number one. Mm-hmm. That's why Netflix, in a sense, has kind of said, you know what? We were the first streaming service in, in that, you know what I mean? Before it was, what was it? Um, 
what was it called? Live Film? Love, 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 love Film? Love Film. We used to send the DVDs yeah. in, yeah. Before Amazon bought Love Film, it was Love Film and Netflix. And the Netflix were like the first like streaming service, you know what I mean? Whereas people want to buy it. And then obviously they said, no, 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 we're holding our weight. And literally kind of gone with it now. It's like their whole campaign is, you know what? Now what we're doing, I think ever since Bright, I think it was Bright, ever since that film with Will Smith, mm. like they said that, you know what, we're going to get the big Hollywood stars and we're going to get the big Hollywood directors to make Netflix production films. So literally, like, as I saw their big campaign from, like, January, they said that as well, we're going to release a movie every week. You know what I mean? A big mm. budget film every week. You know what I mean? Like, just to kind of keep the viewers on board and staying on their service. You know what I mean? So it was kind of guaranteed. But in that sense, that's what is not making the people miss cinema. You see what I'm saying? Because Netflix mm. are providing are providing us with a, a service in that sense where it's like you you would rather just grab some popcorn, a drink, and you will just stay at home and just watch whatever. Do you know what I mean? Amazon is, as we'll say, Amazon's the biggest company in the world anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Jeff Bezos is laughing. Mm-hmm. So see, with him as well, like with, 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 what I can see what Amazon's doing, Amazon are very smart. So Amazon are buying some of these big movies here and there. But what they're also doing is they're giving like new and up and coming filmmakers a chance to put their work on their platform because they need content to show. They need content for people to watch. Do you know what I mean? They need to compete with other people. You see what I'm saying? So they're doing the whole Amazon prime movies, Amazon prime studios. Do you know what I mean? Like literally they're just giving like new filmmakers a chance to kind of just get on their service and blow. And Sky's doing the same thing. You notice there's a lot of Sky movies that are into production as well. What Sky have started producing their own movies as well, but British ones. Yeah, British movies. Sky's got their own production. They're doing not just British movies, they're doing American movies as well. And they're getting the same thing. They're doing the same thing. They're getting Hollywood stars, Mm -hmm. directors, everyone. And to me, it seems like now there's even more work to go around Mm -hmm. because of that. You see what I'm saying? It's not not cinema work though. That's the... the, So it's like everybody... It's like the the pie's got bigger, but the slice for cinema's got smaller. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. 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 But that's the thing. It's like I had this discussion with um with a friend of mine as well and he turned around and said the thing was he doesn't believe in the whole online movie service compared to the cinema is this in it. Like cinema kind of gets you out of your house mm-hmm. and you want to go sit down and watch a movie in it and just enjoy the film like out of the own comfort of your house and you go back home and talk about it in the car or whatever in it and going home. But he said that with the, especially films being on Netflix or Amazon and whatnot, if you don't catch it within its first week or two, it could get lost among the pile. Oh, 100%. And the thing is, you Netflix- wouldn't even know that it's still there. So Netflix- we were talking about this movie, Through the Wire, whatever. I haven't seen it. You see it. I can yeah. see it's trending within the top 10. And once it drops it out there, it's gone. And it goes it goes from your memory as well. That's it. Yeah, it goes from your memory. Unless you got it saved in your list, yeah. like you, you're my list. I, I want to watch this or you're watching this on Amazon or wherever it is, yeah, like, you think to yourself, you know what, if I don't watch this, I'm going to miss it. And there's bare other films as well, which I've seen, mm-hmm. which I've been like, oh, I need to catch this. Oh, I need to see this. And I'll see it sometime. I'll see it sometime. So it was like, with that, you you miss that whole sense of when you're in the cinema, whereas, all right, then, cool. You watch the film in the cinema, after six months, after six months, it goes on to um, Blu-ray, DVD, for three months and stuff. And then straight after that, that's when it goes into the, the streaming services such as Sky, um, Netflix, Netflix or Amazon and whatnot. 
is like that whole kind of build up for it to kind of that wait journey. to come on. You give it a whole year in it from it being in the cinema. But in the cinema, the movies last stay in there for six months. So you could always catch that film. Even if you don't catch it in your local cinema, you'll be able to catch it in another cinema if they're showing it. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's the one thing, whereas the movie can't get lost. Do you see what I'm saying? So if the movie's bad, the movie's bad. But if the movie's good, it's not yeah. going to get lost. Do you know what I mean? You've got time to still catch it. But if it comes onto a streaming service, it could get lo- it can get lost among the pile in that sense because there's always going to be something new coming out every week. Literally, you know what I mean? If you know people are is, talking about it, it's, then it's, that's it. It's a lot of it is to do with marketing and marketing budgets as well. But I think oh, what you're saying is 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 100 correct. That like I actually think that that going out to the cinema as a day out will it, that that will forever exist. But I just think consumer behavior will change and people are now used to being able to consume high quality movies with big stars in their house straight away. And I think what happens is with like humans, we don't ever go back because of stuff. So it's like you, we've evolved to the point now where every week there's a new film with a, with a Hollywood star that's out. And I think yeah. you're right in that some films will get lost, but what, what's going to have to happen is that studios are going to have to evolve and they're going to have to think of creative ways to get you to watch that film in the week that it comes out because like an album that the first week sales are going to, are going to determine or those first week views are going to determine how much more marketing budget you get or how much more, um, how much more space you get on that Amazon home screen. So if you look, if you clocked up a million, a, a billion watch hours in like your first two weeks, you're going to stay on that. You're going to stay in that trending page. The algorithm is going to keep serving it to you. And then they're going to get marketing budget for, um, influencers, you'll see people on Insta talking about it. You'll see people people tweeting about it. Like when you see people tweeting about Netflix and stuff series and people talking about it online, don't ever think that, that they're not being paid to do it. Like <laughs> they're, they're, that's that's marketing. That's marketing budget. But I just think that consumer behavior has changed so much that we're just too used to it now. It's just it's too convenient. And the fact that things can get lost, you're you're definitely right. Things will get lost. But that's going to be on studios to keep to grab our attention. Like you, you've got the user base. It's up to you to freaking to make people engage in it. Do you know what I'm saying? You and have to make people engage. It's like, but it's just like influencers in that sense as well. Like that come on Instagram, they have to keep people engaged in it. It's like I'm not trying to send shots for anyone, but it's like you can't keep on doing the same comedy content in that sense again and again and again and again, again, and, again yeah. and again. People get bored of it. Quickly. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you need to switch it up a bit, otherwise you just basically just become another statistic. And then soon after a while, your following weight will just kind of drop down. Unless it's something that people either generally just like you and they just want to keep following you, or until someone else just comes along and just tells you on limelight, and that's all it is. But you know, it is that's the I think part and parcel here. That's the reason why nowadays you get some of these big Hollywood stars. Yeah. So for example, when a casting director, when a, a, a director or producer is looking at the stars they want to attach to a movie. They will look at your social following, especially for like Netflix and stuff. They will look and say, just some of these, how many, like for your, for your big, big movies, say, okay, how many followers have these people got? Uh, what's their social presence like? Because they know yeah. that that's where the user base exists, that these are where the conversations are going to be, are going to be, are going to be had. So we like, so for example, if Kevin Hart's doing a freaking, I don't know, Amazon prime series. They're going to look at his, his following in the money that they're going to give him, they're going to say 10 mil for the film. They're going to give you another two mil for the social 
side of it that you're going to promote. You're going to go do interviews. Every interview you do, you're going to post it on your Twitter. So they're, they're aware in it. And bruv, it all comes down to marketing budgets. It all comes down to marketing budgets. But oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I think ultimately, ultimately, I think, I wouldn't say that it's the end for cinema, but I think the writing's on the wall. And I think it's, it's like, even Amazon Prime, you touched on earlier, yeah? Amazon Prime um, can afford to lose money on content. They can throw so much money at content and not ever worry about making a profit back on it because they've got it wrapped into so many different services. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they've got, like, Amazon make the bulk of their money from Amazon Web Services, like, not even their retail arm. They make most of their money from, like, their server services and all of that, that back-end IT stuff. So yeah. they make so much money from something else, they can just afford to just throw money at it forever and not worry ever worry about having to make a profit. Apple TV is the same thing. <laughs> Although there's absolutely nothing on there. <laughs> absolutely nothing on there. It's true. I'm not going to lie. The only thing I've, I've, I can say that I've watched from Apple is um, The Servant. The Servant and Defender Jacob. But like I've just been watching The Servant. The Servant and obviously Servant's like 25 minutes long and it comes on every week. So if I was able to sign up to um, Apple, it's a weekly program. Just like, and what Apple, I noticed they're doing as well, they're keeping their their programs weekly based. They're not doing it as oh, you've got a binge, binge straight binge away. Binge uh, straight away Netflix. They're doing back. it like you, can, you have to watch it every week. And that's what keeps their service running as well. Mm. I completely forgot about Apple TV. You know? well, Apple TV, well, I went on there, I think yesterday, just to look at what, well, not, absolutely nothing on there. I think mm. that, I think that, as you said earlier, only the strong will survive. At some point, Apple are going to get bored of throwing all this money at it and buy it. They're just going to buy one of these other services. They're just going to buy something. They'll just go in and buy like a TV service and wrap it and wrap it all in so they get more content. I think that's... that. What's going to happen is you're going to find that some of these services, apart from Amazon and Netflix, um, because of the amount of money they've, they've got on HBO, I think some of the other little services, you're going to find that they're just going to start getting wrapped in to some of the bigger ones, the bigger ones are just going to come and buy them out because they won't be able to, they won't be able to compete. 100%, 100%. It's just like, um, there's that other streaming service that, you remember I spoke about in one of the early episodes I spoke about, it's called Quibi. Oh yeah, they went under. <laughs> yeah, they went under. They offered so much, they offered, they, they started paying all these stars a big amount of money, giving them this, giving them that. And then literally, they couldn't afford it in the end because people weren't signing up. And they offered so much here and they tried to compete with the likes of like the Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Disney Plus. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? They just couldn't do it. It, it had a lot of potential, but they had to file for bankruptcy. And look how long it lasted. It lasted for what? <laughs> it lasted for like a couple months, and then that was it. It was gone. They had this the Kevin Hart movie on there, and then bam, it was gone. They had to sell off all their services. YouTube, the same thing. Why do you think YouTube had to sell Cobra Kai to um to Netflix? Oh, did YouTube you know? make? Did YouTube produce that first? Yeah, YouTube that came on in 2018. That's when I first started watching it. Like YouTube sent me some service saying, "Oh yeah, you can get this free like premium service, 30 day trial." I signed up to it just to watch Cobra Kai. Cancel yeah, Cobra Kai season one was wicked. Cobra Kai season two was great. So obviously, it just you know what I mean. No one was signed up to the to YouTube, so they had to sell their their content, right? All their shows and stuff, right? To to um Netflix and and all these other providers. So a lot of their shows they had on there, they started giving away. I guarantee you the next one's going to go under. It's going to be Facebook. Facebook's going to disappear soon as well. But you know what? Facebook's also another company that makes so much money mm. from other stuff that they can just afford to just 
continues to just make content just because like it's just a loss leader for them they just lose money on it but they just make yeah. money elsewhere so it's, it's it's fine like quibi didn't have that same business that they, they're not their their main focus is content creation and you know what's funny yeah you see with quibi i think yeah with quibi a lot of their actual their actual problem was they didn't go to where their their users are the fact that they paid Kevin Hart and all of these type of people, yeah, to me, is ridiculous. They should have been focusing on, um, they should have been getting like YouTubers and Instagrammers and because th- that's who their target demographic was. hundred. Like, oh, getting all of these like big actors and all of these people to create your create like short form content, like it it doesn't really make sense. Kevin Hart doesn't live in a because I swear that all of their clips were like less than fifteen minutes or something like that. Yeah, so everything was it, was it was short form content. So it's like a lot of this content exists for free anyway. <laughs> That's the first thing, and like if you did want to get people to sign up, you need to get people that have got hardcore fan bases. You need the, the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls. You need the, you know, them ones. You need the big YouTubers. And yeah, I just think ultimately their their business um their business model was 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 wrong, just from the, from the jump, like. Paying Kevin Hart to make you a 20 minute, 15, 20 minute film just doesn't, to me, doesn't make, doesn't make sense. It's just not, his, his target demographic are just not, they're cinema goers, isn't it? They're people that want to watch him in long form. They want to watch his two hour special. They want to watch, they want to watch him in an hour and a half movie. They don't, <laughs> they're not interested in seeing, seeing him over six, seven minutes. Like it just, just doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? But, um, it doesn't make sense at all. At all, man. To to wrap it up, what would you say? What's your what's your definitive answer? Is is it is it the end? Is the end is the end in sight for cinema as we know it? Is the end nigh for cinema? My honest opinion, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think cinema has been around for so many years. Mm. It's 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 a powerhouse that could never go away. Like after this pandemic's over. I guarantee you a lot of movie lovers will literally say, you know what? I'm going to the cinema. You know what I mean? It's just the whole feeling of going to buy your popcorn, your drink, your nachos, sitting down in a comfortable chair. Do you know what I mean? I don't think the rates of cinema will be as high as they were before. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of cinemas were charging a ridiculous amount of money, but like it's always something to do. Like you go out, you, you might go out with your partner or like a friend and you might get something to eat and then you might, you know what, let me catch, like this other cats to do afterwards. Let me, let's catch this movie so we can stay a bit longer. Once the movie's done, you tend to just go home instead of just going out to a bar and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's a thing where I reckon cinema will come back, but it will come back stronger than ever. Do you know what I mean? Okay. You know what's funny? I actually, I think the opposite. I, I would say, so I think, I don't think that, I think, it's not the end now, but I mm. think like the high street and like retailers, so like like the likes of Topshop and Debenhams, I think yeah. the cinemas are going to die a slow, slow, painful death and they're not going to go down without a fight. <laughs> they're not going to go down without kicking. They're going to do stuff like five pound ticket, drink, nachos, cheese, toy, house. Yeah. Like they'll give you everything. They'll give you everything. They'll give you everything and some for and um like studios there's going to be a lot of pushback there's going to be a period where films are in the cinema and on on streaming services but 
Um, or, or like, so I think cinemas are going to have to start trying to offer incentives to get people down there because it's on the streaming service as well. Um, I think, as I said, purists, so purists like yourself will always go. I think they'll always exist the cinema. Like, but I think it's going to become more of a niche thing, um, more of a day out, more of a experience, more. And I think with that, like some of the like dead chains that Cineworld and that will probably go and then you probably have like the higher end and tic- I think tickets will probably get more expensive because it will be more of seen as a, a little bit more of a luxury like we'll go to the cinema the food will be nicer I think the quality and the levels will go up for the cinemas that remain but I mm. think the whole like everyone rush out to cinema when the film comes out I think sooner or up, sooner soon soon in the next couple of years I think that it, it will start to become a thing of the past and I say but, that if Marvel, yeah, if Marvel and Disney decide yeah, that all of their big films are going on Disney Plus first, yeah, then it's 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 done. That's it's it's over at that point. Blow the whistle. Ninety minutes is done. I think if Disney do it first, it's done for everyone. No, I do, I do hundred percent hear what you're saying, but um, I don't really think just the the film industry relies on on like Marvel and and uh, the Disney films mm. and whatnot. Because I still think like there's a lot of um great filmmakers out there in that sense. Like I like I can guarantee you right now, right, if the pandemic was over, cinemas opened mm. and then bam, they released Avatar 2. You will see everybody flock to the cinema to watch that because you know for a fact that will be a cinema movie. Yeah. That's a cinema movie. You can't watch something like Avatar on your on your 50 inch tv or if you've got a big bigger tv 65 inch tv or your 32 inch tv you will say to yourself you know what i want to go experience avatar 2 when that drops in the cinema do you know what i mean when another when it when, even if even if like let's just say um i don't know like a, like they they do like marvel do decide not to just throw everything on disney plus and say you know what we're going to release our next film like black widow that's supposed to be coming out soon on the big screen, people are gonna rush to the cinemas to watch it. Like certain people will just say, you know what, right? I understand about the whole coronavirus thing going around and this and that, but obviously it's gonna be a thing where you're gonna still have people coming in the numbers to watch it again and again and again. It's a day out, isn't it? It's like it's just like it's like an entertainment ride. It's like them stopping all theme parks and things like that. You know what I mean? You know what it is for me though. I think if they so if, let's just say let's use Black Widow the example you used, yeah. If yeah. Black Widow comes out in the cinema and on Disney Plus, I think you're getting one quarter. You're always gonna have the purists. You're always gonna have the people that are gonna run, yeah. run out. But I think to the casual cinema goer like myself, I'm just gonna watch it at home. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's yeah. the that's the difference in the industry. It's the casual cinema goer. Like I'm only gonna watch Black Widow in the cinema simply because I cannot watch it at home the option doesn't exist for me to watch it in a high quality in the comfort of my own home. So yeah, cool. I think once you introduce that option, then it becomes a mad thing. And the, the reason I said, if Disney do it, if Marvel do it, I think that once something, a big influential company do something like that, then it just has, it has ripple, it has a ripple effect because people and studios will follow suit. So that's, that's why I think that I said, if a big studio like them decide to do it, then it's a madness for everyone else because they're almost forced into that business model now because if your competitors are doing it, you have to do it as well. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't... That's understandable. You can't... Um, but yeah, as I, as, as I said, I think cinema in general will, will be... It will, it will always exist. It will, it will always exist. But 
It's been around for like the one during the time. Yeah, literally, it's been around as long as film has. Like, Mm. as long as film has been about the cinema has been, it's been, it's been something. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just one of those ones where I think after the coronavirus, consumer behavior has just changed, and it's 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 a one way street. Like, we don't tend we don't tend to go back to ways of old. And you know what? As well, I think what we've got to remember for the next, even if cinemas open back tomorrow. Yeah. They would open back with like 50%, 50% capacity. So ticket numbers are going to be down anyway. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You can't have all these people packed in right next to each other anymore. Like, we don't... True. Mass numbers don't exist don't right exist. now. Right now, innit? Like, it's, it's, if we're down like 50%, but where like, I reckon you still have people still trying to go just to kind of get out of the house. Like, look look when the, the lockdown was done the last time, how much people rushed out of yeah, their house. everyone was out. Everyone was in the streets. Everybody was out. People just didn't care about queuing up to go selfages, especially around Christmas time. They were just out they were in bars. They was like, they just wanted to be out of their house, innit? Do you know what I mean? So that's where I reckon, do you know what I mean? When the government lets the, the lift down, that's where people are going to be like, yeah. And you got to remember... We are one of the only. I think we are the, one of the only countries that are in lockdown right now. Most countries are open. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. that's where like Wonder Woman came out and came out in cinema over there. It just wasn't over here in the UK because we're in lockdown, isn't it? Thank you, Boris. Uh, hey, you know, let me ask you a question though. Yeah, so you yeah. as a cinema goer and as a, as a regular cinema goer, yeah, would yeah. you be comfortable going into one of those IMAX super screens, four hundred people? You know, them big screens that got bare yeah. people. Would you be comfortable in going into one of those screens? Yeah, and I'm not even talking about now. Yeah, let's just say summertime, or even like in a year's time, just with everything you know now about like how germs spread and how people cough yeah. and touch stuff. Like, are you going to be comfortable sitting in? Do you think you ever be comfortable again sitting in a big cinema room watching something, like watching a film with 400 other people? Personally. My honest opinion is this, isn't it? But it's just based on me. Obviously, like, I know how this coronavirus works and I know that it's taken a lot of lives this year. So I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to say any inconsiderate, um, any inconsiderate things. But my personal opinion is, would I care about it if I'm, if I'm watching a movie? Like, no, I wouldn't really at all. I'll, I'll feel comfortable in a sense, whereas as long as I'm protected, mm. as long as I know that the cinema has been cleaned, right? And literally, they abide by certain standards. Do you know what I mean? As in, like, not letting certain people going in if their temperature's not a high reading, you know what I mean? Checking the customers and things like that. Then, fair enough. It's all fair dues, isn't it? You know what I mean? If I can sit down comfortably, watch a film, eat my popcorn, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie, when we watched Tenant, it was a bit weird sitting there with a mask on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, I didn't feel anywhere about it, innit? You know what I mean? It's just... It just things have to be done with a mask now. <laughs> so what I'm you sure you years? I've been sure China's been doing it for years, yes, man. It's true, you know. So I guess the, I guess then that, the answer to that is that you will go, but you just you just wear a mask. You just take you just take extra precautions. You just go, yeah, but you just know it's, it's, extra, extra it's just like doing anything. Like you know what I mean? You you get on a train to go to work, like you're gonna take extra precautions about everything. You going you going into a supermarket to go and pick up certain food. You might pick up a melon or a mango. How do I know that someone else that might have the virus, whatever, might have touched that? Do you know what I mean? Anything I do, I go into work. I don't know if someone might have heard it. I'm touching the keyboard that someone else has touched. I'm touching the handles, open up the door to get into the building. So I was like, I'm always going to be 
like the curious as in what's going on, but you just take extra precautions to be safe in it. And that's what it is. And that's why we've got to live life by now. just being safe. It's true. I guess that's, that's the future just of the world in general. We just got, we got just stay safe people. Just, just stay roll, safe. Just got to roll safe. All right, cool. No, that's a, that's a good discussion. Um, I guess we'll, we'll leave it there. Our opinions are, our opinions are divided on that. Um, for yeah, anybody that's yeah. listening, let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Hit us up on the, on the, on the, on the Insta pirate Bay podcast. Um, drop your opinions um, on the post below the the post for this this episode. Um, you got any closing remarks before we before we, we we wrap up? Yeah, man, it's nice to be back, man. It's nice to hear your voice as well, man. Yeah, man. I mean, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> and stay safe, people, innit? Just yeah, stay definitely. safe until this we're all out of this. Yeah, yeah. I guess everyone's at home watching watching what they want to watch. If you got any suggestions for anything you want us to watch or talk about, then um. Drop us a message on the on the Insta Pirate Bay podcast. Um, but I guess we'll wrap it up and we'll leave it there, and we'll be back same time next week. Hey, let's not leave it like four months next time, yeah. <laughs> next no week, man, I'm ready when you are, brother. <laughs> yeah, All right, cool. Same time next week, yeah. Same time next week. Take Peace. it easy, man. Take it easy.